Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. Good morning, Las Vegas. What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. No, not so yay. No, no, no. Great, great. You didn't hit go live, man. Oh, I guess I, I did. I, I got it. I got it. Okay. I just didn't know if maybe you, I don't know. You, I don't know. Are you hitting it? Okay, I, we hit it. There I, we go. Live stream. Am I hitting it? My bad. I was just getting excited. I, I wanted to yell, yeah. I don't know how much longer we're going to be yelling, yeah. You we'll don't? see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Good morning. Howdy. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> this is Mark Coke Show. As we uh, continue to screw up in here on a consistently week, on a weekly consistent basis. Well, that's good luck to uh, get something wrong. Yeah. At least we got it first thing. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I'm in disguise today. <laughs> this is the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Top ranked show here on Kadon Live Show. We just We're just awesome. That's what we do. Yeah, let's use a better word. That's magnificent. Awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. You got a big vocabulary, man. Oh. Come on. Well, do, you, do you want me to bust out the, the, the thesaurus? I will. Yeah, go for it. I can't talk today, but otherwise I'm good. But uh, I'm Mark Hoke along with the David Difference. Uh, oh, what a difference a day, man. There it is. <laughs> I'm here, baby. There it hey, is. Hey, um, I'm incognito, though. Yeah, what are you doing? If, if, if you're not on the live stream. Dave is sporting some Stevie Wonder esque sunglasses today. Come on, in studio. Yeah, what's up with that, Dave? Uh, late night, long life. <laughs> you know, welcome to Vegas, man. I suppose. Oh. I was up late too, but hour two, like I unveil, and so it's oh big, really? Yeah, yeah. And you'll see, oh. I, I got a face tattoo. I'm hiding. Oh, good lord! What does it say? You'll have to see hour two. Stay tuned. Like, that's how you build does, anticipation. Does it say Chica's Benitas? Do they pay you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Official oh, sponsor. God. This is going to be a hell of a show. But we, of course, have a ton of stuff going on in pro wrestling. Just had WWE Crown Jewel yesterday. Double guest today. Oh, yeah? I'm very excited about this. We got That means two people? Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, we got two hosts, two guests. Two. Oh, wow. It's a tag team uh, match for the... Well, who are the guests? We might lose this tag team. Nah, I don't know. You might lose. Wow. We're on the same team? Well, I think we're going to have to be. Oh. I think we're going to have to be. We've got two great people from the independent world here on the show today. And I want to bring in the first one. We should just do this right now because we've got one of the up-and-coming stars and future stars of wrestling here in Las Vegas sitting in with us today. He is the renegade. RBJ or Britton Jackson, what's up, buddy? How you guys doing today? Welcome. Ah, there he is. Look at this guy. Oh, my God. That's my guy, man. I smile a lot, so get good, used to it. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, smiles are good, man. Mark's always frowning. I'm trying to get him to smile more. But that's because you make me miserable. I know. That's what I that's my job. Man. Why do you do this? That's my job. Just see, you're talking about the beef. And then and then you just take a big slab and just throw it right down on the table. Oh wow. Wham. Here's the beef, man. Okay, whatever. 
You're right. I apologize. I'm incognito today. Hey, RBJ. How you guys doing this morning? Good to see you, man. You're looking good. You're looking healthy over there. Uh, Thank you, man. (laughs) I changed up my diet. uh, I changed up my diet recently, and I've been uh, working out a lot in the gym. So trying to get like a set tone what I want to look like in the ring. So I'm trying to look a little bit more, not bulky, but a little bit more lean and fit. Yeah, yeah, you're looking good, man. The body's coming together real good, brother. <laughs> Do me a favor, like <laughs> adjust that uh, uh, your camera right there, so like it's covering that beautiful face of yours, man. There we go. Okay, okay. And a little closer to the mic would be good. But, okay. Yeah, just yeah, let it, then, let uh, it go, right? Posture, posture up. Get, give me some good posture. Get those shoulders back. Uh, there he yeah. is. Now you're ready. Right. Let's there go. We go. <laughs> We're laying it down here. Oh man. Oh, good lord. And then and then coming up here in, in our next segment. Uh, we're going to be joined by, well, he's the president of wrestling. El Presidente. I mean, oh, wow. what are we going to do? Uh, we salute him. He's he's a wrestling god. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, he's the wrestling president. Yeah. <laughs> we will be welcoming back Phil Stamper into the house. Okay. So very excited we'll be having Phil on in I just a little bit as well. Yep. That, that, um, president of wrestling, man. So you're in on the independent scene. Yeah. You got to get on this guy's radar. If you're not on his radar, you're nobody. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. I must, so I must have been a somebody if you put me on the show then. Well, you're going to be a – well, yeah, you're somebody, but you're going to be even more of a somebody after that this one. That is true. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what the president says. Yeah, okay. but uh, there's a lot happening on the indie circuit coming up here over the next few weeks, and I'm just – everybody's showing up on the indies, man. What's yeah. going on? I mean, people just – I don't know if people just don't want to wrestle in WWE or EW anymore, but God – some big names are going to be out there over the next few weeks. Oh, yeah. And we're going to be talking to Phil about that and a whole lot more. And, of course, we're coming off Crown Jewel last night, or yesterday morning, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, pay-per-views at 10 a.m. It's just weird. Of course, I was in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> so that's why. That is true. That was, that, uh, true. that was a very interesting night. We're going to have a lot to discuss with that. Dave, do you have any, do you have any initial thoughts about that thing? Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, nothing too great. I'll tell you that much. Wow. I was, I was waiting for something to happen, and I guess, and like, I should have lowered my expectations. Nothing ever happens at Crown Jewel. Yeah, but you, I mean, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say nothing, but it's like a stepping stone pay per view. Well, you would have thought at least with that. Well, and I know we'll get into it, but with the main event, that something would have popped off. Yeah, but no, it, yeah, and it didn't. Yeah, no, not a, not a thing. We'll see. We'll see what happens with our, our friend Ellie Knight. But we're gonna we're gonna get more into depth in that a little bit later. But yeah, that was a very interesting interesting pay per view to say the least. Because I think we're just I think we're just getting ready for Survivor Series. I think that's it. That's that's mostly what it did. Yeah, yeah. No, I believe that. And I think because what is it next week? I got oh, I got a huge surprise for you in honor of uh, Thanksgiving. Really? Survivor Series. You're going to love it. The world's going to love it. Are you dressing as a gobbledygooker? David not saying anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm incognito. <laughs> <laughs> Renegade, you're going to have to help me on this one today, bud. Oh, man. I'm trying. I'm oh, trying. Yeah, boy. yeah. Now, I think the overall, the, I mean, the show, I was watching it as I was working, building some stuff. Um, yeah, and I was just waiting for something like oh, a moment. You know, there was a, obviously the title change was. I think that was expected. I think everything that we saw was expected. Yeah, we pretty much nailed it last week. Yeah, so there was no real like, oh, I, I, I'm always hoping somebody else pops out for the bloodline. 
or something different pops off. But nah, yeah, I think we've got a problem with that. I really do. I think we have a we have a repetitive match style for the bloodline, and it's uh, getting. Uh, I was watching on X last night some reactions. Yeah, and I got to say that people are craving something different. Shall we say? Well, I think that's been yeah a long time. I was thinking that too. It's like we um, they're, they're, it doesn't matter. We're not going to stop watching. So they can drag it out as long as they want and save up for whatever. You know, they win. They're still selling out. And- <laughs> Love the set, by the way. Boy, that crown jewel set is amazing. Oh, I oh, thought yeah. you meant this one. I thought you meant this curled up well, banner. Over well, here. we got to <laughs> get uh, a little sewer, sewer pipe. <laughs> wow, why don't you make our studio sound like crap? Uh, well, I'm the one sitting over here. What's I got a problem. I'm incognito. What, you just threw the Kano in- Studios under the bus. Oh, you know, God. yeah, that's our banner. It is curled on the side right now because we keep it rolled up, so we get, we're gonna have to get a little hook or something. Yeah. But Dave, there's you know, there's all sorts of stuff in here that we can't see. What's your problem? Oh, we, got, we got this sewer drain behind me. It's no, not that, a sewer that, that, drain. That's that smell. When I keep telling you, it smells musty. Now you're saying it stinks. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm oh, just. Man, I'm, I'm, say. I'm incognito. Oh God! That's the word of the day. You're, you're fired. <laughs> you're you are fired. Yeah. Oh. The best. This is the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we sure about this? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh my lord. Oh, man. <sighs> That's funny. So, uh, um, RBJ, man. Yes. How much time we got before that? A uh, couple minutes, and then we're going go okay. to go. Okay. So, uh, for those that don't know, give us a little breakdown. Uh, like, fairly new to the game. Yeah. Um. I. I. You, this is what I love about the independent scene. Is I've seen them train, then I've seen the first match, and now we're here. Tell me a little bit about your journey. Uh, my journey's been rough. I can definitely say that. Um, I was actually supposed to train back in 2020. Unfortunately, events happened like life and everything. So mm-hmm. I finally got up two years after that. I finally had everything settled to actually finally be in the ring. And when I got in the ring, it started getting really rough. I can definitely say that. Like It's like the moment you step foot in the ring, somebody told me, you know you're going to make it when your, when your journey starts getting rough. Mm-hmm. And it was like the moment your journey gets rough, that's when you know you got a long way to go, and you're going to get where you want to get to. That's when you're going to be determined and passionate to stay in the ring. And that's exactly what happened to me. I think my second my second month there, I tore um, I tore a muscle in my leg over here by my uh, pelvis area. Okay. And I was out for, like, two months after that. And I didn't come back to, like, January. I didn't come back to, like, November. It was actually around um, not the Against All Odds show, but the Mecca show. Was that the th- I saw a post on social that said I I can't wrestle no more. Like, uh, I've been told I can't wrestle. Like my dream is dead. Yeah. Was that yeah? That, that was, was one. No, no, that was. He uh, said that was the one. Yeah, that was one <laughs> of the incidents. Well, yeah, that's what happened when I was telling you that two years before I got into a really bad car accident that caused my back to like um, shift and everything because like the spine, my spine, like kind of cr- was crooked after the accident. Okay. And uh, I went to a chiropractor and the doctor told me that uh, I wouldn't be able to like fall correctly. And everything, but you know, by the grace of God, I can definitely say that um, I prayed every day. I did the chiropractor. I took my medicine like I was supposed to, and I did everything right the way they told me to do. And then um, I think my last day at chiropractor, they said I was fine. I went to go see the doctor. The doctor told me I was okay. And when I heard that news, I was like, "Oh man, thank you." You know, yeah. like so my dream was still was alive. So I feel like I got a second chance. That's why I do what I do in the ring. I try to perform the best ability that I can because. 
I got a second chance to actually show the world that I'm good at what I do. You yeah, know? that's beautiful. And, and yeah, that's a miracle. And Thank you, I, I'm glad. I mean, you made it through that, you know. Thank you, and like you said, Mark, uh, tough times, man. And when it's all crumbling, you're about to get there. So <laughs> I guess good things are coming around the corner for us here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And you, know, we'll, and, you know, we'll get into maybe a little bit of that about what it's really like being out on the indie circuit when we bring Phil Stamper on here in just a little bit. And, you know, I'll tell you what, let's just have to break. And then when we come back, we're going to have more with the Renegade, Britton Jackson, and Phil Stamper here on Kate on 101.5 FM, the Talk of Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show with my good buddy David Difference. Yay, yay. <laughs> incognito, baby. Mr. Incognito. That's your, uh, leave that, a comment. I, I see some people chiming in, man. Leave a comment if you've got questions or whatever. Yeah. Hop into our chat on the live stream and say hi to us. We'd appreciate it. Stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. The Mark Hoke Show is proud to announce our partnership with Pro Wrestling's premier charity, the Cauliflower Alley Club. For nearly 60 years, the CAC has stood strong, assisting members of the wrestling industry in their times of need. Please join us in supporting the Cauliflower Alley Club by becoming a member for just $25 a year or make an individual donation today. Go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and give back to the people that have brought us so much entertainment and joy in pro wrestling. Once again, that's caulifloweralleyclub.org. 101.5 FM KDON. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. All right, let's keep this party rolling on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM. It is the talk of Las Vegas, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment, universe-wide. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Ah, yeah. They even talk about it on my planet. <laughs> on my home planet. Your home planet. Yeah, they're tuning in. We're different. I. <laughs> what happened? This is uh, unbelievable. It's a day, man. It is. It is a day of a difference. Oh. <laughs> and what a difference you are making in the ratings today, my Thank friend. Thank you, man. They're through the roof. God, Renegade Britton Jackson sitting in with us today as well. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. That's my guy right there. I was just yeah. uh, talked to Limelight, man. He gave you big ups on... Uh, uh, the the promo you was cutting there, stepping out. Yeah, um, I've been um, I actually been working on my promo game, trying to get better at that. Um, like a lot of wrestlers has been telling me, you know, if you want to get yourself out there, let these promoters see you. Start just cut like random promos, put clips. So even like, cause they mostly they do care about what you do in the ring, but mostly the promo work. That's what really matters the most. Oh yeah. So nah. I, I cut like two of them. I cut one against like when I fought Brandon G. And I cut the one I guess on um, Danny Lime like he really liked that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked you up a little bit on that uh on that podcast. Oh, okay. Good stuff. So Sounds good. Well how about <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, well hey, let's get our guest in here, shall we? Let's go. He is the president of wrestling. The king of the Indies. Oh. No one more important than this guy right here. Ooh. Hail to the chief, everybody. <laughs> Phil Stamper. What's going on, my friend? Oh, uh, the guy. Uh-oh, we can't hear him. He's muted. He's muted. Uh-oh. <laughs> we missed his intro. I don't know. The pr- ah! There we go. There we go. <laughs> Dave, you know, you're in charge over there. No, well, that's, was that my fault? Yes. I I, oh, well. I totally blame Dave. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll take the blame for that. That was a Biden move right there. Oh, President Biden oh, move. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> okay, okay, two things. First, King of the Independence is Reckless Youth. It will always be Reckless Youth. We'll never take that away from Reckless Youth. That's the King of the Independence. I am the president of wrestling. <laughs> That's right. a whole different level that we need to discuss. Right. That is not so much hail to the chief. I there, There's a part of me that's like, when I first was doing president of wrestling, it's like, this is an authority figure. I'm in charge. I'm taking charge. Not like, oh, let's do hail to the chief. I'm not trying to be anybody else who's in a big white house 40 miles up the road from me. I <laughs> I, I, I am trying to actually be a leader. So uh, I am the president of wrestling, which is its own undistinct, undeclared dominance over the world of professional wrestling. Ah, we, we apologize for um, stepping on it. There are many realms, and they just seem to be blended together. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Well, Phil, very happy to have you back on the show. It's good to see you. How are things going for you, my friend? Uh, So far, so good. Um, We we got our first blast of winter weather out here in the East Coast, so now I'm I'm, I'm properly chilled and not wanting any more winter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're going to be headed out to L.A. here pretty soon, so... I I am uh, wrestling revolver is heading out to Los uh, Los Angeles for uh, Unreal, featuring Ronda Rousey. Wow! Mm. Oh wow! Um, which I, in my brain I'm like, am I saying all those words together in the same <laughs> sentence <laughs> with Ronda Rousey? Um, just the, the way it's all come about has been uh, uh, a, almost a surprise. It's been amazing. I've been behind the scenes seeing it how it was being developed and the day we announced it, I didn't know we were announcing it that particular day. And it was like, it was a week ago. It was a week ago, Saturday. So it was like, I'm, I'm, I was on my way to another event in Pennsylvania and all of a sudden my, my social media starts blowing up and it's like, what's going on? Oh, we've announced Ronda Rousey at 1 PM on a Saturday afternoon. Great. Wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. That is something else. Of course, if you didn't know about this, Ronda Rousey, Made an appearance at Luch Vavoom on October 26th. Uh, she was teaming with uh, Marina Shafir, and oh, yes. now she is going to be making another indie appearance at Revolver in LA on the 16th. So, Phil, how did how did this happen? This is Ronda Rousey for God's sake. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it, there's always like a, a trickle down effect, and all of it always has to come down to Sammy Callahan. You know, love him or hate him. He is he is sort of like this focal point of a lot of things in professional wrestling. And so um, it it was brought to him and maybe I shouldn't disclose too much about the how, um, but he has he is the one now putting it together. It's now under the Revo- uh, wrestling revolver name. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say also this is all a benefit show. This is an entire benefit for the Lahina wildfire relief um, nice. in Maui. Nice. So it, it, this is this is not a for profit um event we're not walking home with the cash that we have ronda rousey this is a direct benefit to the wild wildfire fund that's beautiful well that is awesome so is awesome. so ronda rousey's going to be making another indie appearance and boy i'll tell you what it, it's it's crazy just how many big stars are popping up on the inter circuit all of a sudden i mean that you know we're going to run down a few through a few of them but boy it's just you know it, this would have been unthinkable five or ten years ago with all these people showing up Unfathomable. Right. I mean, and, and in, <laughs> and in, is it like mid mid December? Oh, it's like the ninety days from all those people who were released from the WWE. Their con, their ninety day no oh, competes yeah. are up. That's right. And so, another influx of people are going to come on the independent scene with name value. And so everyone's like, okay, okay what's happening next?" <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, you know, some other shows. Uh, that we've got some other people showing up at uh, 
you know, Bobby Fulton's got his uh, big time wrestling show and uh, Riddle's going to be wrestling Rob Van Dam out there. Nice. So Riddle making an appearance out in Ohio. Mm. So that's going to be pretty interesting to see. And apparently, you know, Riddle's in kind of a high demand from what I've been reading. What are you hearing on that, Phil? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the one of the first names that came up, it was like Dolph Ziggler, Matt Riddle. When are they available? How can I get them? How much are they going to be? Um, and, and those were the first two really talked about when those releases were announced. And it was, well, hold on, you have to wait three months so they, before they can do it. Um, but Riddle is the one that keeps coming up. I've heard his name mentioned on more and more events um, across the country about where he's probably going to appear. Um, I don't want to speak for anybody because, you know, I don't know how they advertise stuff and wanna, don't want to put my name in my foot in my mouth. But <laughs> a lot of people are, are really interested in having Matt Riddle on their event. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's very interesting because of all the circumstances around that. You know, very controversial right now, obviously. You know, he's had his, you know, the drug issues and everything else. And, you know, the recent thing that happened at the airport, <laughs> we'll just kind of leave it at that. But very, uh, very interesting choice that the people are just jumping on that and not even blinking an eye to sign him, I guess. so. And, and we'll see. I mean, there were there was all these rumors about, like, okay, well, now he's going to go back into uh, – fighting in for MMA and that there was MMA promotions that were also interested in, in him. Um, you know, where will it land for potential televised wrestling appearances, you know, is, and I'm not putting any words in anybody's mouth is that's a question. AEW and impact and, and NWA and MLW, are they interested in a Matt Riddle? Uh, and the answer would probably be yes, of course. Right. And it's always going to come down to, well, what's the money? What's the situation? How many shows um, I'm interested, you know, in, in and because of, you know, Eric Bischoff said it best. Controversy creates cash. Mm-hmm. You know, people will pay attention because that name is brought up. So, okay, where is he going to land and our eyes going to follow him? Well, you said controversy uh, brings cash. And look, I don't know if you, I'm sure you probably saw what happened with this NWA event that uh, just went down. And yeah. for those that did not hear about this, oh boy. are you ready? Because, oh. oh. well, I don't even know what to say about it. The NWA, uh, Samane, uh, pay-per-view had a sequence with a sequence with uh father james mitchell gags the gimp and and more drinking jack daniels and doing cocaine during the pay-per-view mm. and of course nwa is trying to finalize a deal with the cw and apparently the cw was not too pleased about this segment and it was actually from what i've read was pushed by billy corgan to to do the segment phil what are your thoughts about what happened with this? How did this come about? And how bad is this going to be for the NWA? So, I mean, uh, I could imagine either A, the pitch for it, or B, the like, <laughs> let's just go ahead and do it and not, you know, and, and just make it rush by. Oh, it's going to look like it's an insane, it's out of control, it's a party at Sam Hain, all hell's broken loose, literally at, at NWA. I can imagine it in my brain already. When I watched that video, I'm like, how did this all come together? Um, and it's funny because I didn't even think about the relationship with the CW. But yeah, I can imagine they're having some question marks in their brain about all of this. And I still have some question marks about the relationship <laughs> with the CW in general. Right. And I mean, I get it. And 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 the CW, and I, oh, I'm going to get myself in trouble. Do it. The CW is probably <laughs> saying, thinking the same thing I thought when I first heard that Billy Corgan was at Impact, which was, Billy Corgan, a rock star, is at Impact Wrestling. And then I turned on Impact Wrestling to watch Billy Corgan, and I see this guy in glasses and a tweed jacket with patches on his jacket come out. And I'm like, that's, that's not a rock star. Mm, right. And I was expecting a rock star. Right. And so I think that's some of the, the, the 
some of it with with the CW. Like it's Billy Corgan. Like there's going to be a name value association. But then what is he actually delivering? What is he actually showing? What is the the comments and controversy and talk that's coming out of there? And is it a beneficial controversy enough to like, yeah, we're going to push it out there and people will be more and more interested? Or is it like this this pushed an envelope a step too far that we weren't quite ready for? Um, or it's going to be the uh, uh, the CW is going to step in and be like, we're running production. Mm-hmm. And that could be the other part of it, too. I mean, the the cost benefit of having a professional wrestling event on network television is that it's it's much lower cost than doing a scripted television show with an ensemble cast. And that's insane when you think about the amount of people who are involved in a pro wrestling event. So think about the money that's involved in, in a live script or not live, but a scripted event, um, scripted television show and the differences that happen between there. So there's a cost savings that you get with pro wrestling. So on the cost saving sides, this is great for CW that's trying to rebrand their image. They're trying to figure out themselves because they they said what they haven't made a profit since they existed as the CW. Oh. So this could be a way that they leverage that. But now it's like, do you, do you cross that? I mean, that prior life for me was I did. I used to do substance abuse education and I'm I cocaine is like, ah, what are you doing? This, <laughs> um so that's just a big red flag to me. Big, big, like, oh no! But how do they? Yeah, I think I think it's a, it's going to be like, oh, we'll never talk about this again. I th- I honestly don't think the NWA is going to be showing that clip over and over. I don't think that's going to be like their lead when they go to CW. Um, I mean, and if Billy Gorgon's like true to his work because he has been in many respects. When you watch NWA, it's like this is a throwback show. This is how we're going to do business. It's going to look and feel like that seventies, eighty vibe great they weren't snorting cocaine on television in the 70s and 80s <laughs> they might have been on cocaine in the 70s. <laughs> right. oh absolutely definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> right they weren't they weren't out there like oh hey everybody on television land um so i you know i don't think we're gonna see that on a cw product at all and i think everybody knows that too but i think that that question's gonna be well if we have cw fans and how we're gonna market it to families or kids or and even an adult population what happens then when they go over to watch a pay-per-view special, however many, however frequent NWA is going to do that, and then they come back to watch the television show, and is there too much then a discrepancy between what you're watching on television and what you're getting on pay-per-view, and is the pay-per-view this going to be a, sh- a show like that? Then you, yeah. Yeah, it, makes sense. It's kind of like uh, the Mark Hulk show and then his uh, OnlyFans account. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's this huge contrast between the two. Oh, no. Different God. audiences, oh. right? Yeah. Uh, Tell me more. No offense to Mark. I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> There's an audience for everybody. <laughs> there is. You are right about that. Right. Sorry about that. I went off topic. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, well, Renegade, let me get your thoughts on that, too. I mean, you know, controversy creates cash. I mean, you know, you're just getting into this thing and you see something like that going on and it's getting attention. Do you think that that kind of stuff goes over the line? I mean, where where do you feel like your line would be? I always feel like stuff like that shouldn't even be broadcast on TV in the first place, because I know sometimes people might use it in the sense of like they're joking or they're just playing around. But sometimes people judge things off what they see and not what they know. And when you're, and like he's, and like, uh, like Phil was saying, when you're watching that from an aspect and you got all these people who are trying to get a contract and look at it, you know, like see in the Indies, if you would have posted that like in the Indies page, we'd be like, Oh, okay. That's funny. They're just having a good time. But when you're on a main stage where 
you're going to be on like on a on a on a network where like millions of people can't watch your TV. They're going to instantly judge it and be like, because you know you got kids watching wrestling nowadays more than anything, mm-hmm. and you do have adults also. But the point is, wrestling nowadays is so focused towards the kids that it is anything that if they go around looking at that because kids do imitate what they look at and not what they know because they just look at oh that looks cool. And I'm not trying to say they should influence drugs on anybody because you should not influence drugs or alcohol on anybody. But I think at the same time they're gonna. It's gonna always, it's gonna definitely ruin their image if they ever was to publicly post that on TV or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and Dave, you're a marketing guy. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Well, I, you I, see I, something I, like this. What are you thinking from a business standpoint? Um, like you got to be as PG as possible. <laughs> you know, from a wrestling standpoint, it's wrestling. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, I watch it. I mean, we're not kids. We watch it. I'm not up in an uproar, but. Yeah, I think the only downside is the business side. It's like, well, okay, what are you trying to do? Because image is everything, and what you put out there, you know. Yeah. It, it's so, yeah. So the the rumor is that CW is talking about just not putting them on their network and just streaming the NWA. So, and, and I, Phil, Phil, you're 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 chomping at the bit there, I can tell. I am intrigued because on the side of my screen, I was like looking up just quick tidbits, and I'm like, their social media was flooded with people who were upset. I'm like, who? Yeah. Like wrestling promoters who are upset that they don't have a shot on the on the CW. Like I want to know more about the who complained, honestly, because it's like I can see the CW watching. Like this isn't going to fit our. This is not going to fit our demo. We have concerns. Yeah. Versus like the the nervous Nancys out there and the Karens are we're really watching the NWA to be able to report it to right. the CW. Like I don't buy that. I don't buy that for a half second. And like somebody's in either empowered a base somewhere to be like, hey, this is bad. Flood their market. Or there's a promoter buying bot bot somewhere going like we need to complain because maybe that opportunity could be ours. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always ask that. It's like, who's the people complaining? Like, what, what's their problem? You know, I don't think anybody was. Um, I mean, Mark, I haven't even seen it. Now I want to see it. So I guess that's good marketing. Whatever. Well, the NWA can send me a check. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's take a break, guys. And when we come back, we're going to have more with Phil Stamper. Of course, we've got the Renegade Britton Jackson on here as well. And we'll talk a little bit of Crown Jewel, some more stuff about the indies. Just uh, you know, having a great time talking pro wrestling. David insulting me and saying I have an OnlyFans account. And, <laughs> and, you, don't, and you don't know where that's true or not. Yeah. Around, everybody. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> If you're looking for an award-winning dining experience at outstanding prices, look no further than Unique Eats. Whether it's their incredible breakfast platters, amazing pastas and sandwiches, or world-renowned pizzas, celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco will have you covered. Check out their coffee and smoothie bar, vegetarian options, catering, and top-flight service. Visit Unique Eats today at 3100 South Durango Suite 100. Call 702-992-3038 or go to UniqueEatsLV.com and we'll see you all at Unique Eats. 1015 FM K Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And I'm scared to do it, but we're going to come back to the show. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, we've already talked about cocaine. I know, right? <laughs> Only fans. Jack Daniels. <laughs> Only fans. <laughs> this is and the... your OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, Mark. The, the wheels on the Dave's bus just go round and round and round, oh, man. The, <laughs> but you're listening to The Mark Hoke Show here on KDON, 101.5 FM, The Talk of Las Vegas. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment, The David Difference. My soon to be not co-host anymore after yeah. that Hit me uh, out, man. <laughs> let's do an angle <laughs> the, the, the renegade britain jackson from future stars of wrestling is in here and of course we have the president of wrestling can't top that phil stamper indeed on the show so <laughs> phil what are you hearing about what's going on with hammerstone man this crazy stuff going on with mlw he wanted to get out of there they won't let him go and of course uh, hammerstone very well known to us here in las vegas and uh, fsw fans What's uh, what's the scoop? I mean, one, there's a lot of interest in Hammerstone by a lot of parties. So, and he has to know that at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, 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 when you think MLW right now, it's almost synonymous with the name Hammerstone, um, and others like Alex Kane. <laughs> you can't you yeah. can't forget forget that name either. Um, and it's funny because like to me, Hammerstone is like their their top guy on a show that has Raven on it. Like, like it, it, it's, it's mind blowing when you think of it that in that respect, but he ha- he has an amazing look, amazing physicality. He's great in the ring, great presence. Why wouldn't another company be interested in him? And so, well, the, and, and to that same, if you flip side, if you think of it from a business perspective, why would MLW want to let him go? Right. Yeah, exactly. If he had, if he is that guy, why would they? So, yeah. What about uh, the juicy, juicy for now? He he's gone. What do you know about that? Or do you know about that? They, they, I, some people were talking bloodline. I, by the way, I, if you watch on live stream, I love when everybody we ask Phil a question, and he knows. I can tell he knows the answers. <laughs> he's just trying to think how to say it without getting himself in trouble. This is beautiful. I'll notice that already. <laughs> I mean. Well, I mean, Juicy's gotten himself in some trouble, like with some other people at, at times, but has like gotten his way out of it. The family has helped him. I, I think if he goes to WWE, there's going to be a lot of pressure on his family. Like, you, this is a line you toe, and you better not go one toe off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, is he ready for that? I mean, the life of the WWE is—it's is, very more regimented, and you need to be a more, more regimented person. Um, than compared to even an AEW compared to an impact. And that's not, that's not any na- uh, smack on them. But if you look at it, it's a machine. Everybody who goes through their system keeps calling it a machine because it's very regimented. It's mm-hmm. you better be here. You need to go here. You need to be on time. You need to show up. You need to do this. You need to do press. You need to do the marketing. You need like, it's a very like boom, boom, boom. You have to do all these things. And, and it's, are you ready for that next step? It's a challenge and there's not, not everybody can step up to that challenge. So you know, if he can, and he and the, the positive is he does have a huge family of support behind him. Right. Okay, great. But if you're not, and if you're like, no, I'm the, still the king of the roost, and you're not when you walk into those doors to the WWE, are you ready for that? Because that's another piece. Like you're gonna be, you're gonna start all over again. And are you really ready for that? Right. Well, Phil, what is that transition like? Because obviously you've been working on the Indies for a long time, and you know so many people that have come in and out and you know, made their way up. I mean, we're, you know, we're just sitting here watching uh, crown jewel and saw, th- you know, three top FSW people pretty much near main eventing this whole thing. What is that? What is that transition? Like, and what, what do you think is the biggest shock to people when they go to AEW or they go to a WWE? 
Um, well, timing is certainly different. Timing is the biggest thing. You're on television, so you have to hit certain marks at certain times. Yes, and and I mean, there's there's a reason WWE has a developmental system, and it isn't just to teach you about wrestle about the actual ability to wrestle in the ring. There's a lot of like, okay, you have to hit this timing mark and this production cue, and that that like that's a challenge for a lot of people to be able to hit a spot exactly like you have two minutes and 30 seconds to do a match go um that's hard and so you know you you have to learn that plus then all the vernacular what it is to work with the television product what does it mean to do this that and 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 WWE even more so and and um i'm trying to remember when when this was i think it was in the transition when vince first came back um this recent time that oh my gosh there's been like three or four rewrites to the show and i was like that's it i i have a script from like 10 years ago that was like version eight like and it was still like an hour and a half into the show like it it it, so i was like that doesn't shock me at all but but that's also another part of it is learning live television which is very different um so even like an an impact that that pre-tapes all of their events except their their live uh featured events on like fight um that's a different kind of format and structure compared to a live television production. There's similarities, of course, but it's you have to hit marks in a different way. And again, that timing is so, so critical. They actually teach us that uh, what, Mark, what Phil's saying. They actually teach us that at FSW. Sometimes we have this thing called a kids class. I mean, um, <clears throat> excuse me. We have this thing called TV class and TV class is pretty much teaching us how to do that. Teach us how to like hit marks at the right time with production. It makes us wrestle during commercial breaks. And, and we have a certain time how to do it. Kenny King mostly hosts it when he does it. Cause anytime he does it, he gets a Pacific people like he has fatal four ways or he'll make people cut a promo at the beginning and then it leads to a match later on, just like how they do on TV and everything. And so he teaches those cues and timing and he tells everybody to have a set time what they got to do because sometimes he teaches us how to do curtain to curtain or bell to bell because mostly on TV is curtain to curtain and it teaches us how to do that. So if we ever do get signed, we would know what to do already. Or how to or how to get prepared for it. There you go. So FSW, it's my home right there. <laughs> there you go. Well, Phil's home is MCW out there in Maryland. Okay. Okay. <laughs> very happy, very happy place out there. What's going on with MCW right now, bud? Uh, I mean, MCW. We're running multiple events in the course of a month, so we are returning this coming Saturday on the 11th to the MCW. Well, excuse me, the RJ Meyer Arena it was renamed for one of our wrestlers who passed away during the pandemic mm-hmm. um, to leukemia. Um, RJ Meyer Arena at 1000 Joppa Farm Road in Joppa, Maryland. Um, we're streaming now on the Premier Streaming Network, um, so you can catch those events there. And then a week later, on the 18th, we're in Ridgely, Maryland, um, as part of a benefit event at the Ridgely Volunteer Fire Department. That's awesome. Oh, that cool. I, I know Joppa. I'm from. That. Oh, you do? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm from. I'm oh, from. Right. We had this talk. Yeah, right. I'm from South Central Pennsylvania, man. I I know that area. I'm going to have to come out and visit um, you sometime, Phil. Just show up at your door. Yeah, there, there you is. go. <laughs> and, well, and this Saturday is going to be very interesting because we'll have Sammy Callahan on the event on the 11th. And then four days, five days later, I'm going to be on a plane with him to Los Angeles. And there's times like like I am I am good friends with Sammy until he's Sammy Callahan. <laughs> and, and, and then like. We want to regularly throttle each other, and, <laughs> and like to the point that, like, I, I think it was like two two revolver events ago. He's standing next to me, and he looks at me, and he goes, "You know, we haven't really ever gotten into a fist fight before." And it's like, <laughs> do we do we need to? And he's like, "I don't know. Like, we we disagree about stuff, but we don't ever like you know fist fight." 
Okay. <laughs> that is now hanging over your head, and I wish you the yeah. best of luck on that. Yeah, but oh, it, yeah. he's, I mean, he's, he's like just chop blocked me straight in the teeth before. Like, I'm just waiting, and you know, it's going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Sammy is such an interesting personality, and I don't think that people realize how deeply ensconced he is in pro wrestling. I mean, the average fan, I don't think, has a clue at the influence that he has in the industry right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's helped uh, influence and train people like um, a Joe Gacy, a Wes Lee, um, a, a Trey Miguel, uh, Ace Austin. I mean, he has his, his fingerprints all over the place. Um, and I'm, I forget the, the name of the faction that was in NXT that that really rose to a lot of prominence. And he was like behind the scenes, actually like putting things together for them and helping them figure out members and stuff when way back when he was in NXT. And so, like, the fact that there's still this talk of him, he's still a free agent. And it's like every televised company in the world is like, hey, Sammy, give us your opinion on dot, dot, dot. And it's like, maybe you should hire him as yeah. your producer <laughs> exactly. agent as well as wrestle. Like, he is that guy. And that's, a, that's the dangerous component of Sammy because he can do all of that stuff. The, the majority of the graphics and the video work you see out of, out of Revolver is Sammy. Like he can do all of that work. He is just that talented of a guy. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, well, we're going to hopefully seeing him at Revolver in LA along mm-hmm. with Ronda Rousey. And Dave, you want to give give him your, your El Presidente, man. He loves that. My what? The El Presidente. That was your other dude. What are you talking about? El Presidente. Yeah. Yeah, that was that time. That was Jose that gave him the El Presidente. You liked it too, Dave? Oh, I liked it. Yeah, El Presidente. Yeah. But I don't say it like Jose oh, said that's it. That's true. <laughs> what do you want that's me to true. do? Here? What do you want from me? Oh, <laughs> uh, um, hey, did, have you seen Superfan? Did you watch no. the documentary? No. No. Oh. I did watch the Monster Factory documentary. I, I started watching Wrestler on on Netflix. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, wrestler, yeah wrestler, wrestler. Okay, okay. Well, check out Superfan. It finally dropped. You know about it though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, nobody's watched it. What the hell? Like, I've been waiting <laughs> years for this I thing. Got, I've been doing shows and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Phil, Phil, got about 15 seconds. Tell everybody where they can find you, bud. Make sure you follow me on social media at Trust and Phil. That's Twitter, Facebook, or X, or whatever you want to call it. Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Snapchat. Trust and Phil. There, there you go. Phil Stamper, everybody. Thanks for being on the appreciate show, bud. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You got it. <laughs> Phil Stamper, everybody. My I guy, love that El guy. Presidente. <laughs> there you go. My guy. He's awesome. All right, guys. Hey, when we come back, we've got more with the Renegade, Britton Jackson in the house, David Difference. Yay. And we're going to break down Crown Jewel and a whole lot more. Ooh. Some crazy stuff happening in AEW. Get ready for full gear, too. So stick around, everybody. Hour two coming up on the Mark Hoke Show. We'll be right back.